on this very sentimental holiday special of the Weird Thoughts Podcast. Yeah, I showed up in Denver with him one time, my buddy's place, and like, not only had he thrown up on himself, but he'd also like shit all over himself. And I ended up getting it really late, it was like 2 in the morning, and I'd show up with like a shit covered cat, and I'm like, do you have a hose or something? You know, I gotta, I gotta clean up my cat. So you just kind of... Welcome to Weird Thoughts, the official podcast of former legendary Maine Coon ownership. I'm Josh Roop, soon to be joined here as usual by the hygienic menace, Bradford Bones. But, uh, yeah, the tabloids are true, folks. Just when I thought I could make it through 2020, personally unscathed by the chaotic forces of the universe, I've been taking my vitamin D been wearing the mask, staying at home. Just when you think you got all your bases covered, your cat kicks the bucket. Aww. You know, that sucks. The The legendary former co-host, Brohammer the Cat, has since passed of uh, natural causes with, with his age on this planet. He was an 06 Maine Coon, so that's 14.5 human Earth years, which according to Google translates to about 74 Maine Coon years, biologically speaking. He had a good run, you know? And uh, I know usually this time of year when we put out the holiday specials, we have a good time with the, the eggnog and Santa Claus drops by. But this is we're going a different route this year, okay? Aww. I want to share the sentimental story and the holiday miracle resolution to it. You got to stick through, through it and then uh, it pays off. You know, it's like an ABC holiday special. If we were to go through and cut out all the bad language <laughs> which would probably reduce it quite dramatically but um uh, yeah so um sorry no santa this year Aww. in fact uh before we actually get into it I should probably call old chris kringle up and tell him that we're not going to have him on the show this year get that out of the way Santa, this is uh, Josh from the Weird Thoughts Podcast. <laughs> hey, Josh. How the hell are you doing? I'm doing good, Santa. How are you doing up there? Oh, 
Sound that great, uh, Santa? Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just awfully this time of year, the allergies and whatever, you know. Well, I'm, I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're, uh, pretty familiar with the, the whole COVID pandemic. Kind of put a damper on the whole year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard a little bit about that bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose uh, you can't stop the spirit of Christmas. You're you're correct there. Uh, so, uh, how's how's your preparation for the Christmas going this year? <laughs> well, it's been a lot different. <laughs> Oh, good. Thank God you haven't made it out much. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, so I go do this shit. <laughs> What was that, Santa? You were kind of breaking up. Uh, you said you were snowed in up there? <laughs> no! I said, they, I said they got me, like, snowed in! Snowed in? Yeah, yeah, yeah! A bunch of fucking federal agent cucks surrounded the whole... Surrounded the whole southern pr- perimeter up here! <laughs> uh... Have you ever just considered maybe, you know, sitting this one out, Santa? Oh, no, yo! I got an obligation up here, you know? So you're still planning on going out and visiting all these child-dwelling homes? Well, yeah, you know, obviously you've got a business to run up. <laughs> we've got a business to run up here, Joshua. And, uh... <laughs> and like I was saying, business is better than ever now that I have more time to really pay attention to tightening, keeping an eye on the, the old management up here. You know, get, seeing how shit's getting put together. <laughs> We got a lot of toys going out. Look, every, every year, there's no need to slow down. You know, we got toys to make, and we got. Hey, hold up, Santa. Was that a gunshot I just heard? Oh yeah, you know, I just had a, a slight malfunction in in one of the workshops. But uh, actually, can you excuse me for one second here? Anybody else feel like they deserve a 17 minute lunch break? <laughs> no? How <laughs> even about a 16? 15 fucking minutes, bitches. And if you have to shit, you better do it then! At 13 minutes, you better be wiping your asses! <laughs> that way there's no confusion anymore! Uh, Santa? Gripes. Seems like I'm too generous on these fellas. <laughs> you know, that's Christmas spirit, though. You Hold on a second, one more time here. Uh, Santa? Bill Terry! You fellas mind being a deer and cleaning this mess up? And also, one of you can call his wife. Tell the tell the stupid fat bitch to come pick his corpse up. She wants it before the trash goes out. All right. Uh, Santa. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, sorry about that, Josh. Oh, and if one of you guys wants to take the trash out as well later, make sure that gets done too. I mean, they're super helpful. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot of toys coming out, Joshua. Yeah, it seems like you're really tightening down up there. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, we got just really polishing the job, making sure it's done better than ever. You know, it feels like it feels like it used to back when it actually meant something to be Santa Claus. <laughs> back in the back in the day, there. <clears throat> Swear to God, Terry, if you get that shit all over the rug. But uh. So you're still planning going out, you know, you, you don't have it. Well, yeah, you know, children are counting on me, and, uh, you know, I told them I'd bring a mask. Well, you, you told them you'd bring a mask, or you told them you'd wear a mask? <laughs> well, you know, the way I see it, Joshua, it's just a, a real quick in and a real quick out two million times. <laughs> and, uh, you know, to be honest, most of these folks are just going to be nestled in their beds anyhow. With visions of sugar plums dancing in their head. Hey, uh, you know that. Oh, goes. <laughs> hey, the only reason I really called is uh to let you know that we won't be needing you on the program this year. We decided to go a sentimental route. That's <laughs> quite all right with me, Rook. Plenty of shit to do around here, up at at the old North Pole. <laughs> In fact, I better be getting going here soon. I gotta go milk Donner. <laughs> You know, the old boy gets ordering, and, you know, and you want something done right, you gotta do it yourself still. <laughs> Plus, those tiny elf hands don't get the grip the old boy needs. <laughs> it was good talking to you, Santa. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's good talking to you, Joshua. <laughs> tell, uh, tell the old, uh, hygienic asshole there, uh, Merry Christmas as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll tell, uh, I'll tell Brad he said what's up. Yeah, yeah, Merry Christmas to all. Oh, 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 shit. I told you guys you gotta take the trash out. Here comes the truck. God damn it. Oh, oh. Well, I told you later, Rook. Well, there you have it, folks. Santa Claus. Making it into the show still, even though I explicitly said he wasn't going to. Well, we got a good one for you. Uh, if you made it through that, you'll definitely make it through this. Episode 36, Requiem for Maine Coon. He's vicious. Choking you at the renovation start early. I know. Just turn his carpet out, Dan. Distracting the... <laughs> well, you're going to give away the punch... Not the punchline, but the origin. I guess it could all tie around to the present, like most stories. Tarantino style, right? Most thing, most stories I tell are Tarantino style, regardless, because my attention span. <laughs> and, if, and especially if I'm, if you're talking to me, and I bring up like a, a different fact about something, so then that puts you on a different tangent. Because I'll remember like if somebody's name or whatever it is, you're like, oh, that that guy, he actually, you know, sure, it remind me of something. I just roll with it. Yeah, somewhere. At least you got the roadmap to kind of bring us back around. Right, I got the GPS. But what what I'm trying to explain to you overall is, uh, and to the folks at home, I guess, is uh, why the old cat isn't here, yet there's a new cat here. And the, uh, (laughs) you clear all that up. There's new feline territory. Yeah, I was going to tell you. We'll all discover it together, guys. Get your popcorn and your sodas ready. No, it's...
That's the thing that's kind of sad about the... It was very sad. Previous. That, that old Brohammer yeah. had to be put down. Legend. He was legendary. And, you know, that's why it was difficult, because he was just like a background cat. You know, wouldn't be... Wouldn't be as big of a deal, I guess. Still be kind of sad, but, like... I think with quantity, if you have a lot of cats in particular, um, if you lose one... Especially if they're outside cats and one gets taken out by a Toyota or whatnot. Aww. Or a coyote. A Toyota coyote. <laughs> the Toyota... Toyota... <laughs> Take two. The Toyota hits it. Aww. And then the coyote takes off with yeah, it. The Toyota has no use for the, the cat meat. The coyote eats the, eats the leftovers. It's a weird, intricate cycle of nature. Yeah, that's Mother Earth. <laughs> and that's what this whole podcast episode is about. This very sentimental... A revolving circle we all live on. Um, yeah, to put uh, Brohammer down after 14.5 human years, which is about... 74 feline years, yeah. biologically. He had a pretty long life. That's what they say. Whenever I hear people gloat about their cats being older, I don't know what they're trying to prove. Yeah, what? Again, like... I'm sure they're even... Those are quantity people. I'm talking quality. Right. See, Brohammer wasn't just a main Coon. He was my main Coon. Yeah. You know, the top cat in the corral. Um, he was your mad main. <laughs> he was a real, you know... He was the real OG. The good original. sidekick. Right, yeah, he was my sidekick. And I got him... I got him in 06. He was an 06 Maine Coon. Pick up sticks. Brad, this is serious. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> Pour my heart out to you. You gonna make nursery rhymes <laughs> out of it? <laughs> kind of co-host shit is that? Uh, I was like, too, I don't want to make... I don't want to make it a bummer, but I want to make it lighthearted enough where I can, you know, tell you the story... Of old, old legendary Brohammer and his uh, his saga. In 06, I got him right after I got out of the Marine Corps. After four years. And uh, he was just a little kitten. And he was found by like a this old willow tree. I think this one actually. Out yonder. By the old ex-wife. I, say, I can say old actually because she's... Like two weeks older than me. Or ten <laughs> days or something. There's going to be no offense taken there. I uh, never knew that you found him in the backyard. Well, she, yeah, she just found him. Like, his family was probably taken off by, taken out by Toyotas and Coyotes, as previous discussed. <laughs> and uh, he was, he was a lone, a lone wolf. Just a lone cat and... He was really little, and she found him and had to like feed him with a little bottle. And whatever. she breastfed him, it was <laughs> fucking nuts, dude. Messed up her nipple forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't know how to. They don't know <laughs> the tension. <laughs> if you want some punctured, uneven aortas, areolas, aorta, your areola grandes. Yeah, big pepperoni boys. Mm. And uh... <laughs> but uh. Yeah, Adam, he was uh, a kitten, and he grew like they do, and uh, I just had him a long stretch of time, you know, that's a lot of, a lot of years to cover, um, 
Lived in a lot of different places with him, too. Yeah. Um, I had him all during the whole rap era with Sam. My friend Sam, a.k.a. Oddball. We had a rap duo. <laughs> I was called a rap band. He was like, it's not a band. <laughs> a folk band. Yeah. <laughs> rap folk. Uh, I know you were just a young lad in 06. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do the math real quick. Well, depending on when you got out, I was either... Biologically speaking, <laughs> how old do you think you were or are now? <laughs> Biologically, you're 29 human Earth years. But biologically speaking... In the battlefield days, what, what I would, would you? I'd be 14. No, I mean, you'd, be, no, you'd be on the higher end. Oh, at the time... You were 14? Well, I mean, depends on what month it was when you got out. But, I mean, so technically I turned 15 that year. But You know, it doesn't have to be exact. Yeah. So. Uh, but, yes, I mean, I was in, you know, sophomore in high school. Just, and we were ripping, ripping around. the stages a little bit. And uh, so I had that time period. Had Brohammer, though, you know? like right. Like, so he was kind of... He was your rock. Right, Yeah. <laughs> You squeeze that that stress ball of an uh, animal just long enough so it'll pass <laughs> or shit on <laughs> you. <laughs> I remember hugging a, kid, a cat so tightly as a little kid that it shit on me. Really? <laughs> right. God damn. I know. Bro. Yeah. Should have had supervision. Like, I know I was way too little, but I still carry the memory of it. And then now that I'm like, well, I should have known better. I was, I was mature enough to store that memory of me squeezing the shit out of it. I should have known. Don't Just, be disappointed, folks. <laughs> you can hear the emails coming in now. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, man, I could t- tell the whole life story, but, like, um, when we moved back from Florida, my ex's uncle picked us up, and uh, we just Beverly Hillbilly styled up all the shit in the back of a pickup truck. So we didn't have a whole lot, you know, we were just, like, that's probably like 23, 24 at the time. And, uh, but I remember there was like the cat carrier and like <laughs> just in the back of the truck, I look out the back window and I could see like Brohammer and the other background cat that we had at the time. Um, just like the wind and stuff. So like that probably was traumatizing because like you never like to, uh, travel. You'd always get sick. Well, and, I mean, plus you have been in an open bed. Of a truck, like well, it, he was in a pet carrier, but like yeah, well, I mean, the yeah, wind. But it, yeah, it's not even like it wasn't like there was. It was the, loud, probably. Yeah, it was our only option, apparently. Right. Well, I was gonna say because there's not like a cap on the truck where it's enclosed, it's like right. it's open. Beverly Hills Billy style, yeah. rocking chairs all strapped upward, <laughs> and all the rocking chairs we had. And uh, even when he was a kitten, he went to Pennsylvania one time on a trip. So he's probably been in more places than you have. <laughs> and, because uh, he went with us to Colorado for a while. We lived out there. And uh, I showed up in Denver with him one time, my buddy's place. And, like, not only had he thrown up on himself, but he'd also, like, shit all over himself. And I ended up getting there really late. It was, like, 2 in the morning. And I just show up with, like, a shit-covered cat. And I'm, like... You have a hose or something, you know, I gotta, I gotta clean up my cat. Cause he just kinda... <laughs> and, uh... So he drove all the way from Colorado and stuff, so like, he's gone on, on long 
road trips, but like, you gotta think from an animal's perspective too, like just one day, like if you move, all of a sudden you put them in a box and they come out and, and like they're in a completely different environment, Yeah. and that's just like their life for the time being, you can't tell them ahead of time what the hell is going on, right? because they never take the time to learn English. <laughs> Those selfish bastards. Birds make an effort. <laughs> they have different chirping noises, different mating calls. My son keeps telling me I should get a parrot because they live your whole life. You never have to say goodbye to a parrot. It has to go on the will. <laughs> right, yeah. Same thing with a tortoise. But those are both like the most unappealing pets there are. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine just hearing the same fucking bird day after day your entire life? You got it. Plus, my fear of birds. I'm not. I'm not gonna invest in a parrot. Buying a bird's like getting an STD. So like, it's just there, man. <laughs> you got that to the end. <laughs> she stuck with you. Uh, but yeah, you know, he was, he was just like a, like you said, a sidekick. Right. Which is pets. If he had a motorcycle, he'd go in a little sidecar. If he was big enough to ride, I'd ride him. <laughs> <laughs> he would be your lion. <laughs> like Battle Cat from He Man. <laughs> <laughs> it ended up being like those people, those adults that are on those little. Crotch rockets, you know, they have to be like, they're knees in. <laughs> Take us to the next town, bro, Hammer. Can you imagine him on the back of a crotch rocket? It would be insane. That's some, uh, that's some, like, or probably something you'd see in a third world country, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Like an animal on, like, a little yeah, bike or whatever. Like, I saw... You know, a lot of monkeys are well-versed and. I saw... Tech, I'm not making techniques. this up. When I was in Africa, when we were leaving... Djibouti or somewhere. You're either entering or leaving Djibouti. We were, no, we were definitely we were leaving, but we yeah. were just driving down through the city, and uh, there was a guy like on a chopper, like a motorcycle chopper, not like the the guns and the rap songs. Right, not the fast rappings. Because for the longest time, I thought they were all talking about motorcycles. I mean, man, these dudes are really into like these biker rappers. It's that uh, West Coast Chopper show. <laughs> All these rappers going after it, yeah. but um, yeah, there was a guy with a chopper and he had like a big like, uh, what are they called? Vault, like a vulture, like a vulture weird, a, a weird crazy like big dark black, feathers yeah, and like the... just a giant bird just out, perched on the back of it. It was insane. Or you'd see guys with like baboons on big chains. It's a wild. We're talking about just getting a feral pet, you know, yeah. like baboon man, but uh. Yeah, cause, cause like pets are really just kind of like background characters. Like, his day was mostly the same. Old Brohammer, he uh, just kind of hung out, ate, played, did cat stuff. They all pretty much do the same thing, really. Chase lasers. Uh, but you know, he was always always there during that whole time period. You know, he was like the the soundtrack. Of, uh, right, he was a score to your movie. Right. <laughs> uh, like, um, fuck, what else was I going to say about? About having an animal in general, or you mean like the, like him? Who knows? Um, <laughs> I don't live in your brain, Josh! <laughs> you might have to get like a little louder, a little yeah. closer. Otherwise, uh, I'm going to be way louder uh, than you. But you were saying most most animals or most cats are just background characters. Right, yeah, like some people are dog people, some people are cat people. I like both, but like the energy level of a dog probably takes more commitment. 
um, just because they want to, you know, the meat rockets, they need to be ran around. Right. Well, especially the certain types of breeds have to be, like, burned out right. so they don't do nothing chaotic in the house or whatever. Right. Whereas a cat just kind of is mostly self-sufficient. Right. Bathrooms indoors. Yeah. I mean, you got to clean their bathroom, but... You sure, sure do. Sure as heck do. Those big nuggets come out. Sometimes I like to think that they all came out like that. Like it didn't clump. Like, Jesus Christ, like, how does this not split your asshole open? <laughs> this giant, like, nugget. Um, it's Tootsie Roll in here. <laughs> Who did this? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, Brohammer, he'd always like to hang out when I'm drawing or whatever. Just He, he always liked to be part of the scene. And then, it, like, even through college, when I went... Went on to Central, and, uh, like, my house wasn't, like, the trap house, but it was always, like, the, the house that people would hang out at, and he'd always want to be out in the... In the circle of people? Right, yeah, just kick it and get that secondhand blunt smoke. Ooh. Had a little bit of Rasta in him. Yeah, he went through a phase <laughs> where I just started putting him in the bedroom, because one time he was just like, right next to the door, staring at it, like, panting. His eyes are just like insane. I'm like, hey, he's probably partied out. And then he just went to like a a CBD and then catnip. (laughs) Downside. Weaned him down off of it. Yeah. You know, what more can I say? Through, you know, that's the other thing too. Like other people, you don't really, no one really cares about anyone else's pet. More so than if you show them photos of your kids. They'll care more about the pet than the kids because they can kind of fantasize having the pet or petting it and stuff. Whereas, like, the kid, they're not going to have any attachment to. So, like, no one really gives a shit when you show them pictures of your kid. This is a little PSA out there for people. But sometimes, like, you show people pictures of pets if they're cute. You know, they can get, they can imagine themselves interacting with it. Yeah. Which is why you keep a lock on your pets. That's an interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I was say that's just an interesting like take of like oh like they can relate because of their like oh I could see myself with this animal. Yeah, and doesn't seem weird as like saying I, like I could raise that little kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never thought of it that way, right. Josh. <laughs> you gotta keep a chastity belt on your kitties and your doggies. Yeah, chip them too. Mm. So go to Bill Gates' house and yeah. I don't lose my cat. I wrote you this letter. <laughs> Please respond in the next five business days. Uh, Did you say you didn't have a chip on the bro hammer, right? No, he was chip free. He uh He was four foot to Claude, which I know is controversial nowadays. What is that? Four foot? Four foot. Oh, like each Claude. one. Like I, I thought she We're meant... talking twenty claws removed. I thought you meant length from like four feet of claw <laughs> like total. He was like one of those Guinness World Book. <laughs> <laughs> the people with the dark brown nails that they curl around. They're longer than his body. Yeah. <laughs> they have to get a sponsor to wipe his ass. <laughs> um, so people frown upon people like, wiping other people's asses. Yeah. <laughs> if you ain't a, if you ain't a nurse, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> but no, like so, like people don't think it's they don't respect. It's like what, like clipping dogs' ears. They think it's a bad thing. Well. What it is, they don't actually just remove the fingernail itself. They have to cut back, and they use, like, Star Wars lasers or some bullshit. But they have to cut back with the whole knuckle. So basically, like, they they become like this. 
and they get used to it. Like they're not in pain once it heals. But it seems like some kind of human centipede type shit, I guess. So, yeah, it probably falls into the same category as clipping the ears and circumcising them and stuff. <laughs> some people do it, some people don't. I thought you were going to say in general. I was like, well, I'd, I'm glad I am. I don't want that extra cheese on my... Call up the vet. <laughs> uh, what's your rate on the prescription? On the, uh, the Animal circumcisions. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um, he was also neutered though, because he tried fucking my mom in '06. Same year, huh? Oh, yeah. That's not good. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, ruin the story. Did we mention her in the beginning a little bit anyway? Because the whole story is me telling you why the old cat's not here and the new, and this cat's <laughs> and the new- here, yeah. and this cat's here. Oh man. Oh, dude, she smelled a new one. She farts bad. Oh my god! Right? It's bad. I hope she grows out of it. <laughs> I won't na- like. I regret naming her. Oh my god! Yeah, no, she's. It's not the first time. Know how to react? This is pet odor eliminating spray. So thanks for breeze. They don't call it fart spray. They're just like, that's oh, the pet odor in general, you know? What are, you, what are you pet bust ass? Cover up with some Febreze. <laughs> Smells better. Oh, yeah. At first I was like, am I just smelling that or does that really happen? Yeah. <laughs> no, nope, it really happened. Am I going crazy? <laughs> um, but yeah, so Brohammer was that ride or die boy. Yeah, he hit that, that cat puberty. You don't really know when your cat hits puberty because their pube region kind of blends in with the rest of their body. <laughs> so you don't know they're getting thrown in their armpits. I still don't know when I region. exactly went through puberty. I never... That's it sneaks one, up on That's you. one more thing I'm like, I can't pinpoint I it actually. I don't remember the year my voice got deeper. I don't remember specifically getting more like armpit hair and stuff, you know? I don't know. I don't remember it. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's like a yeah. Just when like, I mean, if someone asks you, you think about it. I'm like, I don't actually remember. Like, oh, I was 12 when this started. Like, exact. Right. Like, these are all the specific. Like, I know little moments, but I can't pinpoint it exactly. But uh, we but knew me, when he hit it though, because there was a winter where my mom came to visit, and then there was a snowstorm, and she uh, she just stayed the night on the couch, and then like he was just like, because she had cats. And uh, she came over with that cat musk on her jacket. And, you know, she was an attractive enough woman. And he started just going kind of like... <laughs> aggressively humping her. And we had to lock him in the bathroom. And then, like, as soon as the storm came... Oh, like on her leg or something? All over. Like, try, trying to, like, weird shit. Like, 69A and stuff. <laughs> like, just all sorts of... But- any way you could get it. This, the, where was it at? This was at CMU or no? This was, was no. This is way, this is my first apartment. Like, oh, the first year when he hit cat puberty. Right. Back in '06, like that. '06, early '07. Yeah. You know, the winter. That range. Um. So we had to get him. Had to clip the nuts, which uh, so he went his whole life a cat virgin. Yeah. He never felt the sweet embrace. He never got to. Take his Christmas tree light bulb <laughs> with the barbs on it. Stick it in an outlet. <laughs> it's, like, it's aggressive. Like, 
Because it had barbs on it. I'm not going to go into detail, but fine folks at home can Google it. Don't frogs have that too or no? I never heard about frogs having jagged... Oh, they just have really long, thin, penile? Frogs? <laughs> I thought they had, like, crazy long, like, just a string of a penis that just comes out. I thought that's what it was. Like, this, like that little plant there, like, what the sound of a frog. I've never seen a frog... I, <laughs> I didn't go to... Huh. That's... So let's get a herpetologist on the phone. <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he's was you know just kind of like the the sidekick cat. He liked listening to music. He liked again being part of the crew. So like we play beats or hip hop. He'd always like. Uh, Bob his tail. Yeah, he would like drum his tail to the beat. It was pretty cool seeing that. Right, them. exactly. You've seen it. Like it's it wasn't coincidental. Right. Like he was really like into it and like Yeah, because you go from silence of us talking and playing a song or a beat, just like boom, boom. Right. Boom. Like that was That was this thing and like So so yeah, basically, you know, fourteen point five years, long time for a main coon. Um seventy Four years of age, biologically. We're, we never got to the bottom of how old you are biologically. <laughs> like in Bradford Bone years. Bradford Bones years in 06, <laughs> I was probably 32. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the answer you're looking for, yeah. U.S. government. Uh. <laughs> I was paying off a second mortgage. I remember in college a few times, I'd get really stoned and convince myself that Brohammer was like, like an alien informant or something of sorts. Because it makes perfect sense, like, a pet, you know, it's going to be around you. you know, Constantly. You let your guard down, too. Tails like an antenna. <laughs> Big eyes. His eyes are like holograms sometimes. It sees you just being sick and just shitting your brains out and vulnerable and catching the cold and everything, watching TV, your favorite movies and shows, having your snacks. You know, in the middle of the night, you know what I mean? Changing your sees you nude, all those photographs. <laughs> Mental pictures it takes of you. Sees your donger. Yeah. You've seen mine way more than I've seen his. Yeah, that's the ratio you need to fix this time. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, especially the last. Man, like this year in particular, being what it is. And like the, the last few years leading up, you know, I lost my dad last year. Lost my mom the year before. I was like, all right, Broham, we just got to make it through this cold, heartless winter, and we should be all right. And, well, goddamn, uh, goddamn fate to the fucking turkey to you. And, uh, yeah, earlier in uh, October, he started kind of, um, like, he, I thought he had, like, a cold. People are like, did this cat get corona? <laughs> Do I think the government secretly gave my cat coronas and means uh, you, to take me down? You don't not think it either. I don't not think it. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I hate when people do talk like that, though. Not the <laughs> government thing, but like the... I don't not want to eat that. I'm like, well, just say you don't... You want to eat it, fucking idiot. Yeah. But... He's like, oh, snap, he didn't officially say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guess I ate the last piece of cheesecake then. <laughs> Got me. Yeah. Um, but well, he started uh, kind of getting the sniffles and... Uh, 
you know, these later years, he just mostly chill all, like, sleep most of the time. Yeah, that was his pace. Right. You know, he he loved eating. He'd always get get all of his <laughs> favorite foods. It just, it just sounds like an interesting <laughs> eulogy of, like, he loved to eat. He's a good sleeper. <laughs> it's going to be like you. Like, he had a lot of DVDs. Yeah. Uh, Didn't watch them. He was like listening. Took, to, he took it easy. He like listening to the beats all the time. <laughs> he took it easy to land. <laughs> yeah. He always asked for more. <laughs> they, they say you don't have a job. You never work a day in your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am unemployed. That's my title. <laughs> but yeah, so that coal was developing. I mean, right. Like after after a while, it took him. To the was... vet, and because uh, of the old COVID, I had to wait in the in the car. To go through the drive-through. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, when the doc came out, he was kind of somber about you know he was probably break yeah, bad news. news. Yeah, yeah, news. Uh... And it was basically like first thing he asked me was like, "Well, is he kind of going downhill for a while?" And I was like, "I not that I noticed him. He's less." playful and stuff but like his mood, mood seems you know just like you growing your pubes you like you're with it with them every day that you don't notice like subtle changes i guess right like i could pinpoint for sure like first time i ever trimmed the old uh the old sack and you're... sack and patch <laughs> was i don't know i just remember being 12 years old and like just standing over a garbage can. I'm like, God, this is a lot of pubes. These are long hairs. So, I mean, it could have been 10, 11 when I started to get it, but I didn't really notice. Way too young. Like, biologically, though, you're probably, like, close to 15. I'm like time. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> like the movie Jack. You have a subtle version of that disease. Yeah. But, no, I mean, I definitely, yeah, got a lot of things early. But, like, I just remember you had a trip and just a big old thatch of it. I'm like, man, I got to get rid of this, huh? Yeah, eventually, you're like, well, it's good. it keeps keeps coming in. Yeah. But, um... Go, going back from your, uh... My your, urethra stories. Your, yeah. <laughs> bring it back around. Um, he I'm, said, like, with his age... Like, they did all the tests I paid for. I'm like, do, do x-rays, do, uh... Any diagnostics. Do diagnostics. Blood work. There's a dead cat on the road we drove through on the way to the vet, ironically. I didn't hit it. But, like, we drove through it. I could have, like, maybe got some stem cells. It was like a... I know it was dark, but, like, you know, if it was an option, I'd be like, well... I'm sure that cat would have been a donor. Let me circle back. Um, but, yeah, he said, basically, they give him antibiotics and stuff, steroids, get him jacked. <laughs> and he said, like, you know, just keep an eye on him, call him back in, like, a week, but... He said basically, though, know, with his age, he's probably like, he suspects because he did all the testing and see a lot of anything specific that, like, um, it's probably like a, a bigger issue that was developing over time. And, like, a lot of times, don't quote me on this because I'm not a licensed veterinarian, <laughs> let alone like a, a, a well committed podcaster, to be honest. <laughs> But I will say, what this this doctor said, this vet, vet with the, uh, he had white hair, so I assume. <laughs> he had some experience. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you, just, you know, you look like Frazier's dad a little bit, so. He's seen some pussy in his dick. Yeah. <laughs> my dad. Um, so I took him home, and at first he was a little better because the, the antibiotics and stuff kind of helped with his uh, breathing issue. Cause he sounded like congested, and uh, but basically. What tends to happen when animals get uh, like more complex diseases, like heart disease or something? It it basically they won't show a lot of symptoms, and then they'll suddenly like just you know massive decline one day. Yeah, or over the course of like weeks or whatever. And so maybe like his immune system just dropped enough for him to get like just a little weaker. And then basically the heart kind of has a problem with fluid it gets either fluid around it or it pools up in the lungs but again i'm not a veterinarian or very consistent podcaster Mm -hmm. but he was just having a hard time breathing and he'd go through like little fits where breathing out of his mouth and coughing like it's not like he was gonna cough up a fur ball but he you know he was just trying to get air and so um I called the doc back in like a week and he said, you know, you know, as we suspected, like I tried, I tried to be like cross-referencing things I uh, read on the internet, <laughs> but he was already like, he was already ahead of it. Like he's like, you know, you don't want him going around like trying to breathe by holding his head up all the time. And that's exactly what he was doing. Like he was laying in that Amazon prime box. Yeah. He couldn't even lay flat. Just... Right. He, well, cause he could put his chin up <clears throat> on the side of it. So thanks, Jeff Bezos, for that nice ICU bed during these troubling <laughs> last weeks. Well, twofer. Give me some free shipping. <laughs> Lost a friend. And uh, it's so hard, like, when you have to put a animal down because it's like you become, you know, you have control over their fate. Which you always do from the, the get-go, in a sense. <laughs> With your fists. <laughs> I could knock this fucking thing in the next no, week. No, 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 no. You can murder your pet and no one's going to come looking for it. The cops aren't going to come knocking. Um, bury it in the yard. No one's ever going to know it exists. No social security number. A lot of serial killers get their practice on um, domesticated animals. It's a perfect crime. Perfect. Perfect. There you go. Um, so... Look, at, yeah, it was. This was right before Thanksgiving, and uh, hmm, time is the best, isn't it? Sure is, and that's how this whole story revolves around uh, timing and uh, what have you. So yeah, it was like it was Thanksgiving. And I'm like, well, I better go dig my cat a grave. So Aww. don't have to do it later when I'm as sad. I don't want to do all the labor on top of and. and the mental exhaustion. Right. And I've already dug one cat grave in the month of November, coincidentally, because my mom's cat, Velvet, R.I.P., but she was like 20, 21 years old. She was pushing it for a while. Like, for five years in a row, we were like, oh, Velvet's about to die, and then she just kept going. And I used to I used to joke, especially in college, that I wanted to keep Brohammer alive so long 
that he was one of those cats that was like blind and kind of staring at the door meowing all day. <laughs> but like, as long as he had like some chunks of fur and stuff, I was going to just keep him going. But the reality of it is, you know, it's not the quantity, it's the quality. Right. No, yeah, you don't want to see that. But then some days I'd come home and like he'd be happy to see me and like. Right. There was even a spark when I'd seen him last time. You're just like, oh man, this is this is different. But he he'd go for like maybe close to an hour, and then he'd be he couldn't kind of like keep it going. Like he'd start having episodes. A lot of times at night he'd like he <laughs> he was snoring too loud. Isn't it? <laughs> it was annoying. It was annoying. I couldn't have him. Yeah, it was hard to determine when to... Because the doctor said, you know, when they're at that point, they can maybe go a few weeks, could be a few months. Uh, so... Yeah, Thanksgiving, I was just like, shared some turkey with them, and we had trying to make the best out of the week ahead. I kept putting it off, too. Like, I tried calling... Friday after Thanksgiving, because I was just gonna, I thought I was doing it then, but they weren't open, and uh, they didn't have any Black Friday deals. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> that's dark. You gotta fit some humor in there. Yeah. It, gets, it gets too heavy. I was wondering if you were gonna say it or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then I ended up waiting like a whole another week there, and then. I mean, giving, you know, giving them a proper goodbye to everyone. and Right, kids got to spend time with them. And, um, yeah, and then I had to take him there the other day. And then he, he ran over, like, I think he sensed that we had to go or whatever the case was. But, like, he tried to eat as much food as he could, which I knew he'd throw up in the car. But I couldn't tell him no, you know, this last meal. You know, he'd be like serial rapist get a last meal. And like, he was the opposite. Yeah. Pretty much, since that time my mom. <laughs> You're gonna say he raped the serial? We castri- castrated him and circumcised him from that. We're gonna tell the doc, like, one last. He, I don't want him to die of virgin. Is there some way you can implant, <laughs> take him out of another cat, do a quick switcheroo? And, uh, so he ate all that food, got in the car, put on some Daniel Johnston. Whoa. Which is like the saddest fucking music you probably... So fancy I never heard of it. Right. Heard of the Well, group. Daniel Johnston, I, I only know of him With from... With a T, folks. <laughs> I know of him from this documentary. Ooh. In the, uh, so a while ago. It's called The Devil and Daniel Johnston. <laughs> With a T. <laughs> With a T. With a T. And, uh, like, heart, just heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. It's a good way if you just want to, like, purge out all yeah. the sadness. You throw in some Oh, great. Now we, gotta do a, now we gotta do a Daniel Johnston episode next. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, I was listening to that because it was, you know, I wanted to make it the most saddest scene I could. It's me taking my cat. Right. It's funny. Well, you see people in traffic and you don't know where they're going. You don't know what they're You don't know their errands or what they're, yeah, yeah where they would been or where they're going. With their stories, and you're like. not invisible inside your car. No, feels like it sometimes, but you had to take them because of COVID. At least they had it where 
I could be with them, but they, I, like, they had like a tent set up around back. Um, so I get there, and uh, you know they do the executions in the back. And Business in the front. So I'm waiting out there. I see all these little guillotines. That'd be fucking. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Have like little nooses. And well, how do you want to do it? I am not gonna hold this Paul and get his head chopped off. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, insane. Like it's the the quickest, most painless way. It's the cheapest thing we got. It's, it's economic. <laughs> uh, economic option. Because mind you, at this point, I already have like, including the you know to get them euthanized, like over four hundred. So I'll be paying. Ping off my deceased cat well into 2021. Thanks a lot, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> could, you could make healthcare free for pets. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but they basically they they take them in and they they give them like a a shot to sedate them. And I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for. Uh, well, first before they came out, I called them. And they said they'd come out the back and get them and stuff and paperwork. And uh, so I'm just waiting there, staring at the door, like waiting for them. Like, spend my last moments with them. I'm like, staring at the door, it's driving me insane. You know, I'm just sitting there like... Probably forever, huh? Yeah, like, when's that door going to open? Like, even even on the drive to the vet, dude, I was like, maybe we should just turn around. Like, I can get it a few more days. Maybe, maybe a week and then, like, we'll do it. Um... Or like I was just I noticed I was driving slow there. I got there a little late even. I was just yeah. You know. And then like they took him inside and then they were gonna come out and I could kinda of be with them and they give him the last um I injection of the IV that um puts them puts them down and uh same thing man, I was just like waiting in my car, just staring at that door Listen to old sad ass Daniel Johnston. And uh, I was like, man, I bet this is what he felt like when he was waiting for me to come home for work or whatever, just staring at the door all day. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the door to come out so, you know, they can seal the deal. And I was like, yeah, I was going through bouts. So even when I got close to the vet, I'm like, all right, I gotta compose myself, you know, like, I'm gonna keep it together through all this. And like, they come out and he's still in his box and. You know, I get to, part of me wanted to be like, can you just let him like, cause he was, he looked, you know, comfortable, he was high as shit. Yeah. I was like, can you just let him enjoy the, the high for a little bit? Like, but, uh, you know, I just got to kind of support him and pet him a little bit and they, you know, old Kevorkian puts the injection in the IV and then he, he just, you know, just instantly like over, overloads the heart or whatever happens. But like, part of me was like, what if I just stick my arm out, and then I get hit with the uh, injection, and then I can go with them. But then like he was like one twentieth my weight, so like it probably would just make me really sick. And then they'd be like, what, you know, what are you doing, <laughs> sir? What? Because like even if like they they take me out, they still have to they still have to put him down too. They're not gonna just like hold on to. It. I signed the paperwork. They got the dying cat. You know, we both yeah. go. What would they do if you ran out on the bill? Like, would they make you stay? <laughs> they make like like the dishwashers. They make you wash the dishes <laughs> at a restaurant if you don't have the money to pay. They make you like go in the back and neuter pets and shit. Wash the cats. Wash. Butts. 
Man, I'm just crying, like, yeah. watching the cats, but, but, uh, no, dude, it was pretty heavy, and then, uh, you know, we load them back up, and I drive back here, and it was, like, getting late, and I wanted to finish, you know, get them buried before sundown, and the sun was setting, and old Daniel Johnston's doing his thing. And I'm like, I'm going to wait till I'm past all the traffic before I just, you know, kind of break down like a lunatic. But man, like... It was a deep one, huh? Yeah, man. Like, like if you were drive, if you were riding with me during the drive, you'd be scared for your life. <laughs> 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 but, oh, man, I can... How about you let me drive, Josh? How no! No! <laughs> I wasn't seeing that road at all. I was just, like, just... Man... Just like bellowing out because you're in your car, you know, like no one's gonna hear you. It's perfect yeah. place, but uh, come home and um, I'm situating that cat coffin I made out of that. Now you have that suitcase. Nice suitcase because I couldn't, I couldn't visualize myself just like putting them in the ground, putting dirt on them. Even his grave was probably dug excessively deep, you know, just for those damn coyotes can't. Dig yeah. him up like a hot pocket. Like a ham and cheese. Yeah. And, uh... Probably felt really weird, like, holding his body. Well, he was on a, uh... Oh, a transfer case? No. He was almost, like, on a, a, a medical sheet and, like, also the blanket. So I kind of lifted him. But, yeah, it was, like, dead weight. Like, I... It was weird I was petting a dead cat. It wasn't like he was dead for a while. Like, I'd found a dead cat. I was petting it. <laughs> you know, he just passed. Yeah. And, like, so I was petting... Like, he felt, you know, obviously just as soft and stuff. But, like, he didn't really react. You know, he, uh, clearly he didn't react. <laughs> but, like, before he'd pet him... Well, like, the way you felt the bones and stuff, everything was just... I didn't just... pet him that hard, but, like, he just felt, like, still, you know? Like, he didn't... He didn't rub... He didn't move his head in towards the pet. Yeah. And, remove his body with me petting him but I didn't want to sit out there all night petting a dead cat and it was getting dark um so so I put him in the suitcase um smoked a copious amount of weed as one would do in one of those old yellow type situations and I walked on the the you know, out to bury him. Walk, walk past the the tree, the old willow tree that I found. We found him at 15 years ago. I got hit by lightning six times, and I built a roller coaster out of it when I was a kid. Like that tree. That you know, was that like, tree, huh? Right, yeah, that tree over there. And uh, uh, you know, put the suitcase in and bury. I don't explain every detail. <laughs> I don't have to explain me jumping on the dirt to pack it down and feeling bad like I'm jumping on his grave. <laughs> but it's like, I even said it out loud, I said the same thing I buried the other cat. I'm like, I'm not dancing on your grave, Velvet. <laughs> I'm just packing this dirt down. And, uh, so, so I get him buried and I'm walking back up to the house and I'm like, man, like, first time I'm going to go in this house, it's going to be empty. And, uh, just gonna drink some rum, I guess. Throw away all the cat food. <laughs> uh, you know, have a real Daniel Johnston sort of a night. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Daniel Johnston. <laughs> to this day, folks, I never even heard of the da- of the name Daniel Johnston. Well, he's very. Uh, it's it's a very hip reference. Like yeah. he, like 
Nirvana used to, Kurt Cobain used to wear one of his, uh, a shirt that had a Daniel Johnston drawing on it. Really? Um, Cobain's too, huh? And things worked all right for him, I yeah. said. Yeah. Up until 94, I guess. Folks. That song where he said he didn't have a gun. <laughs> nope. Not, he did. <laughs> he did. He's lying. He's fibbing. Um, so you're on your way back to the house, huh? Sad, sad walk back to the house. The sun's setting, which is a poetic time because the whole day, the whole day was really gray and like cold. And uh, when the sun set, it was kind of like pinkish and kind of a nice weird... little hue on the on the view. But it was barely visible out. Which, if you were bearing a suitcase in the backyard, crying in the dark, uh, it may be a more urban area or anywhere where neighbors saw you doing it. It might turn some heads. Like it's suspicious. Yeah. Suspicious activity going on. So there's a man bearing a suitcase and crying in yeah. the backyard. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm making the walk back up up here, and I get back by the old that willow tree, and I hear I hear a meow. It sounds a lot like bro hammer. Oh. And I say to myself, You're like, am I I'm losing? It? I say that's some pretty good weed because like. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even hear what? that. I heard it again. And I got closer and I saw a silhouette of a cat. And I was like tripping balls. I'm like, there's no fuck. I'm like, do The cat got, cat got a little closer. She did get, bitch, how high I felt. Yeah. Think about how high I felt, Brad. How high you were and how, high, oh, how you felt. Oh, man. Uh, and yeah, this cat kind of was coming towards me like she was trying to get my attention, meowing, and, uh, came into the light, at first, like, her eyes, like, I thought it was, like, it looked like Brohammer, and I thought I was just fucking losing it, like I said. You're like, and, what uh, am I? I was like, beat it, you, like, I just, you know, I just got rid of a cat, like, I don't need, I don't, I don't need your, uh, your bullshit, but I was also like, you know, I do have a shit ton of cat food that I was gonna throw away anyhow. I could give it to this, this outside beggar, cat. You got a bunch of you got a bunch of kitty MREs just chilling. Yeah. So, uh, put put a can of wet food on a plate. On a hot plate. On a hot plate. <laughs> you warm the plate up in the microwave. <laughs> Before uh, towards the end with Brohammer, I was spoiling him so much I was warming up his wet food <laughs> in the microwave. It smelled so fucking bad, oh. dude. But like I was like trying to make it the best Just, I could yeah, for the last yeah the last I, few meals. I put a little him. bit of Mrs. Dash on that shit, spiced it up. Just like Daddy likes. <laughs> little Frank's Red Hot. Just not a lot. He sprinkled cheese on it. People are like, "Why'd your cat die of heart disease <laughs> again?" <laughs> I didn't feed him Honey Nut Cheerios, folks. <laughs> if you get fun. anything out of this story, it, it's you got older cats. And you're not feeding them Honey Nut Cheerios. Get your shit together. Nobody can't say no to the Honey Nut O and Honey Nut Cheerios. You'll have to put down your good friend. Uh, so, so I put out the food for this cat and then I went over to... Uh, Outside? Yeah, oh yeah, like she didn't want to come near me. 
Well, she she wanted my help with the food situation because <laughs> the, the outside classic hitchhiker move, right? And uh, but she was also very like standoffish, and I didn't want anything to do with the cat that I wasn't even sure was real anyway. <laughs> am I feeding? Am I feeding a mirage right now? Wait, no, it, get, it gets that's, really really wild. Cause like the same tree, Josh. The same tree. There's a cat, and like I don't think it really happens. So I, I feed her. I'm over there smoking, watching her, and then she, she ripping through that wet food like. But like, she found an animal just packed with wet food. Immediately. <laughs> like an alpaca, or what is the like thing in Star Wars? Like an alpaca, one of those delicious kind of elk creatures. <laughs> Um, but then she uh, meowed and she kind of walked towards me like uh, I, I came over by the railing and then she kind of I put my hand out and then she did the old finger smell and then she rubbed her head against my hand and I'm like so I started petting her but I, I, this whole time I'm not even sure you know it's pretty powerful sativa yeah. I'm working with and uh, <laughs> so I was patting her then she kind of tried climbing up on me so I picked her up and plus I I couldn't see her very well in the so I walked in to the studio there and it, I sat I sat down there on the couch and I was petting this cat that I was like is this really happening cause like I literally went without like three minutes maybe <laughs> just Without, without a cat, cause, and then like I was in the, the studio and I was like, well, I'll just come into the house. And I didn't give a shit if she had fleas, but I, you know, I was just going to be lonely anyway. <laughs> it was, was going to be a sad Daniel Johnston night. <laughs> and I was like, you coming too, because she was cold and like scared. And I still had a fuck ton of cat food I had to flush down the toilet <laughs> to get rid of it. <laughs> I have a 20 pound bag of cat food, I'm just like... We can't put it in the trash. Can't donate. You're like, nope. <laughs> Gotta flush it all. <laughs> As if my plumbing doesn't have enough problems. Uh, so I just brought her in, and like she's super soft, and uh, I fed her more cat food. She ripped through that, and uh, I didn't tell anyone about her for like a couple of days because I literally thought I was having a nervous breakdown. Like I wasn't even sure. That she was real. When I left, I put her in my daughter's room. And then when she came over, I was like, oh, like, you know, go go check check your room or whatever. But part of me was, like, hoping that she wasn't going to open the door and just see, like, the litter box and the empty food bowls and there was no cat. Like, it was all just in my head. And you're like, oh, what? Oh, yeah. honey, no. Or I have, like, a squirrel. Like, I just really <laughs> fucking found a new cat. Um, it's a rambunctious little fella. But she's, uh, you know, she's just like a, a cute gray cat. Has some similar bro hammer characteristics. Just a really weird, I felt like the timing is the only reason. It was such a weird mystical, the same spot, the same, like, me burying my cat. And then all of a sudden, like, sound just yeah. like my cat. And then all of a sudden, like, she comes up to me and, like, Holy is friendly with me. Shit, man. She's friendly with me, like, she's known me for years. And, like,. It's just a really weird coincidence. So I was like, well, I wasn't really trying to get a cat again that soon. I haven't ended up properly more than the other one. But I couldn't just tell her just to stay outside for a few more weeks or whatever. 
Hunt some ditch mice. I'll bring you my decision in an envelope later. <laughs> avoid the Toyotas and Coyotes <laughs> of the night. <laughs> and, uh... I felt bad for her, too, because she's missing part of her ear. Some some backstory I don't even know yeah. of. I didn't do it. Yeah. But it's healed... So it must have happened when she was really little, because she's probably less than a year old, judging by her size, but yeah. she doesn't have any shots or anything, so hopefully she doesn't bite us. She's really friendly. Uh, I'll get her to the vet as soon as I get my, my tab paid off, get her all up to par. But, uh, so I guess I got a cat again. Doesn't replace the old legendary bro hammer, but it was kind of a Christmas miracle type of situation I guess of the cat to show up like that and a bona fide miracle on her it's hands. mystical you know as far as the podcast go it's the most sentimental story I've ever told on here <laughs> episode 21 we were talking about a guy that that f***ed animals yeah and now we're, you know this is this could be on the Hallmark channel now you're talking about a tree that birthed a cat plus I I have a willow tree that shits out cats. I'll never go hungry again if I'm willing to. If I'm willing to like bend my ethics. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I named her. Uh, first, I was trying to give her. I didn't know her gender or her pronouns, but I wanted to go with something like Holyfield. Yeah. That would be some sort of pun for a missing part of her ear. <laughs> But Holyfield was actually, he lost his uh, right ear, part of his right ear. Mm. The old That's why he went away with that idea, huh? Wanted to keep it lined up with history? I won't, yeah. Well, the, Van Gogh, however, cut off part of his left ear. And Van Gogh, it's weird that I thought of Holyfield before Van Gogh, anyhow. As an artist. Right. So, mm. I was going to call her Van Gogh. Which is a little more feminine than Holyfield, I guess. Van Stay. More like Van Stay, am I right, guys? <laughs> but, uh... I knew that wouldn't fly with the the kids anyway. So I gave her the first name Daisy. So da- like Daisy Van Gogh. And I think Daisy's... The metaphor of like a daisy growing through a concrete crack. Have you heard of that? Or I've only heard Tupac's Rose and a Concrete thing. Similar, <laughs> similar, uh... There's a rural story, there's an urban story about right. different flowers. There's gangster flowers. A rose is much tougher. <laughs> there's the, thorns the... involved. And there's... Hello, Daisy. But daisies can, are kind of like weeds, so they can grow. Oh. You're more likely to find a daisy through a concrete if you want to be literal. Oh. But she's, she's uh... She's showing her daisy right now. Yep. And, uh... Don't shoot. Don't. She's still learning the rules. Because she, uh... Dude, when I brought her inside, she was looking around like... She got picked up on the spaceship. The mothership <laughs> abducted her. Like, even the idea of couches and furniture. She's like, you got soft stuff to just fucking lay on. Yeah. And, uh... You just got food you have to look for. Bam. You got water. Water. Um, you got toilet paper. Toilet paper. <laughs> um, man, towards the end, like, bro, I had to help him with the uh, shit he had stuck in his yeah. butt. Tell the listeners about the old clogged pipe situation you had with the boy. And he just couldn't get it out, so I had to wrap some paper towel around it and kind of help him. Oh, you had to pull? 
And I don't want to pull it too far. I don't want to give him like a prolapsed <laughs> cat anus. Oh. Seems a vet for a different reason. Yeah. And maybe a lawyer. <laughs> I thank you. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I would never do that for you. <laughs> this is how you tell me? Yeah, I'm just saying, like... <laughs> Although we've been in some toilet situations together, my friend. I wouldn't let you die in there, but, like... <laughs> You're like, hey... I'm not going to come in and just, give me an emergency, like, um, poop tug. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's cute, soft, friendly. Might be the reincarnate, the instant reincarnation of Brohammer. Yeah. Uh... But I can't quite. Lady Hammer. I can't quite commit to it because then it seems disrespectful to the boy. Right. There's just a different chapter. It's not. It's not a. It's not a sequel. You know. It's just a new movie. Yeah. It is interesting that I had him that whole time, that stretch of time, and then immediately, like, I get this this cat for the next stretch of time. Yeah. Um, no lag time between kitties. Sure. Bond over time. Uh... It's weird though that she's younger because she like has a different energy. Like I was trying to get, I was trying to get pictures of her at first, and then she was also mo- like all of them were blurry because she wouldn't hold still at all. I was trying to get a picture of her genitals so I could get an opinion of the gender, go on the internet, maybe <laughs> compare some, dirty up my search history a little more. <laughs> cat, cat badge. Cat badge. <laughs> That's what I typed. Oh man. I thought I was just going to come inside and be alone, be like a, be a pussy widow. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, But I literally haven't not had a cat in this house, but not more than one cat at a time, although they were different, you know, different, different, it's a weird situation. (laughs) I still think. It's hard to explain. I still think I'm just manifesting this whole scenario. Uh, yeah, they gave me that paw print. They they put in the clay. That was kind of a nice gesture. Um, there's no autopsy performed because they didn't suspect foul play. Yeah, but yeah. the courts will see it. Uh, will see. Will have their day. <laughs> like you, he. Like, they're suspecting that I was just, like, bored with the old cat, so I put him down to get a new one. <laughs> Came with some bullshit story. They have, like, a... They have a private investigator that's, like, <laughs> what's he buying, keep buying cat food for? That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, they could, uh... There's no crime unit for pets, like... You know? Hmm. That's the moral of all of this, but... I don't know. I don't know what to think of the situation. It's kind of a silver lining to like a, a sad tale, but you know, all pets gotta go eventually. Yeah. You have uh, to just enjoy the good memories you had with them while they were here. Right. You know, and relive those in your heart and your brain. Yeah, so one story ends, another story begins. Yeah. Uh, a new legacy is formed. Her farts are pretty crazy yeah i've already experienced one i haven't even been here that she's farting out a lot of the outdoor stuff she's been eating probably well those twigs actually stink worse on the way out (laughs) i don't eat mice out of ditches or uh trash maybe i don't know what she was eating yeah imagine what mice smell like when they're digested huh that's all you're eating too 
Mice? It's fucking dirty rat bastard mice. It's all you had, Brad. It's what you'd eat. Got any ranch? <laughs> <laughs> she had to. She goes to a garbage thing to find, like, different condiments. <laughs> I brought her inside, and she saw the trash can, and she's like, oh, sweet. Like She's like, oh, buffet. Yeah, yeah. She walks right over to it, like, all right, let's go eat this trash. <laughs> like, no, we don't eat from that. She's like, what? Easy, Charlie Kelly. <laughs> yeah, so I got this, uh, this daisy cat, though, for the time being, so... You got a flower. Something. At least you got a flower in your concrete, Josh. Right, breaks through the concrete heart. I just wanted to listen to Daniel Johnston and drink rum. Mm-hmm. Which I did that night with Still, the cat. With company. Net, like, petting this cat that was literally like 30% sure was real. <laughs> Damn it. It was, a, it was a hard night. For that night to be. That night like, was crazy. I woke up in the juggle, morning. Got him juggle cat in here. I didn't, yeah. Luckily she was at like a... Uh, more wild feral cat but uh she's got some claws I have to figure that out sharpening post yeah that's your that's your holiday story man that went pretty long pretty good timing I like it but uh yeah that's where she came from it was kind of a weird Josh Rowe, Josh Rowe, Josh Always Rowe, had a Josh cat Rowe, by my side. Josh Rowe, Josh Rowe, I get Josh a new Rowe. cat whenever one dies. <laughs> it's an exchange thing. <laughs> nine lives. Nine plus nine is eighteen. It's two cats. By the time I'm an adult. <laughs> 27 years old as three cats. Uh, is my math? No, you got it right so far, buddy. I'm gonna keep doing times 36. Yep. Well, that's the program. That's the show. I'm glad you made it to the end. Just like my good buddy Brohammer, rest in peace, big homie. Even though I got a new cat instantly, doesn't replace him. You know, if it wasn't, I wasn't looking for a cat, I shouldn't feel guilty grabbing a new one. Daisy Van Gogh, named after the Impressionist painter, who's also famously cut off his earlobe and gave it to a friend as a gift. And if you're looking for a last minute gift for the holiday season, why don't you go on to joshroop.com, check out my artwork, uh, maybe buy yourself a t-shirt, some stickers. I intended to get hoodies out and uh, do more promotion for all that for the holiday season, but you know, if you listen to the last hour 15 or so, you'd realize uh, reason one of the reasons why I didn't get to that, but I'll get them out. Still plenty of other cool stuff there. Um, I was also selling bags of Brohammer's fur, artisan cat wool, which, uh, if you were window shopping a few months ago or whenever I launched the store, you may have said, oh, $3.50 for uh, a small bag of cat wool. It's an odd, uh, odd price point, but guess what? Now that same exact cat wool is uh, $83.50, so, you know, the market fluctuates. You should have got on it 
when you did and for those of you weirdos out there that actually bought bags of my cat wool you just made yourself a, a profit pays to invest <laughs> um, you could also get your loved ones a subscription to this program it's free just hit the subscribe button tell your friends get the whole back catalog up online at weirdthoughtspodcast.com check me out on social media at Josh Roop Check out Brad for Bones at Bones91, son. Get him some harassment. I shouldn't take all the flack. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode of this sporadically released program. But if you're subscribed, you'll know. You'll know when it shows up. Just uh, just sneaks down your, your chimney. To be honest with you, I think this could be one of the best Christmases we ever had. <laughs>